Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and several people have nominated Shelly Roche as an animal game changer, and we are so thankful that she has taken the time out of her day to join us this morning and talk a little bit about the amazing work that she's doing. So Shelly, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. This is exciting. It's very exciting. Tell me a little bit about, uh, you're doing some neat things, but tell us about how, who you are and where you're doing the, but, and I think most importantly, how you got introduced to this really great passion that has inspired change and and the neat things that you're doing. Yeah. Well, um, I'm Shelly Roche. I'm the founder of Tiny Kitten Society. Um, We rescue the unrescuable, basically. mostly feral cats and many with special needs. And we live stream their uncensored rescue stories 24 seven as they unfold. Um, We never know how the story is going to unfold, but we hope that by showing the world the reality of how remarkable these cats are, we will inspire compassion and a greater understanding and ultimately action on a global scale. So my background is computer programming and um, I've always been an animal lover. So it just sort of made, it just sort of was a natural kind of progression from volunteering at my local animal shelter to trying to find ways to use technology to um, increase our reach and have a bigger impact uh, on, on animal welfare, cats specifically. And so did you, were you thinking, because you're kind of IT savvy, which is amazing in and of itself, I am not. Uh, So I just find that, you know, you're doing two really awesome things. But did you, were you thinking several years ago, how, how you would be able to highlight these issues of feral kitties or, or how did you go about coming up with the live streaming, streaming concept? Well, it actually started uh, when I was a volunteer foster mom for my local shelter And my first litter of kittens uh, went back to the shelter and sat there for three or four months Mm. before they got adopted. And for me as a foster mom, I was like, oh, there has to be a better way to show people how these cats, like what their personalities are, how amazing they are, um, without having them have to be, you know, the extroverted cat in the shelter that, you know, runs up to everyone. You know, we have a whole variety of cats and um, people don't get to know them really at the shelter because it can be a stressful setting. So um, I just, I I wanted people to know the cats like I knew them. And so um, started live streaming and then um, I brought home a litter of 10 feral kittens that were supposed to just be with me for you know, a few days of socializing before going back to the shelter, but it turned out they had ringworm and lungworm and like every possible infection. And so I spent the next four months 
fighting to save their lives. Mm -hmm. And that really is what introduced me to feral cats and to see all of that suffering that is out there that we just, it's invisible and they're so good at being invisible and suffering in silence and people really misunderstand them. And I just became really passionate about um, learning how we could do better for them and out of that evolved um, just wanting to understand them better and then wanting to tell their stories because their stories are completely remarkable and we just don't know we just don't know how amazing they are because we don't get to see those stories so yeah that's that's what we're trying to do it's almost like the secret life of cats in one way you know where you're Mm -hmm. you're you're highlighting I couldn't agree more first of all many many people have like preconceived judgments about feral kitties and risk and nuisance and oftentimes getting a glimpse into their personal lives and learn, you know, learning, learning the personalities of each individual kitty, like you're able to highlight because of technology, you're able to highlight how unique and wonderful these secret lives can be. And that's really, I think, eye-opening to a lot of people that came in maybe maybe they came in with judgment enough to criticize you but then they end up being captivated yeah yeah it's incredible how how that happens because it's um it is like you said people think that cat's angry it's mean you know why why should we care about it why should we spay neuter why should we do tnr and support tnr and then we bring in these cats and um even from the beginning when they're still scared and they're, you know, they're still very feral. Um, We, we've learned that we house mom cats from the same feral colony together and they help each other give birth. Mm -hmm. They help each other raise their kittens. Um, We just, we, I just actually came from an adoption of two feral cats. Um, And, um, Thor uh, t- survived totally blind in the wild for almost a year, and Nyla survived with one ruptured eyeball uh, for about a year also. We trapped them, brought them in, got them all fixed up and healthy, and um, Nyla became Thor's seeing eye cat, mm. and the two of them are so closely bonded, and she will just sort of trill from around the room and help him learn a new room and kind of map out a new room and um, help him be more confident when he's navigating. And he just loves her so much and she loves him. Yeah. They play, you can't even tell that, that they're, you know, collectively mostly, you know, blind and almost blind. Um, it's just yeah. amazing what the, the things that we've seen. The, I think one of the most inspirational things that that you have achieved is being able to demonstrate to maybe people who would not have taken the time to think about, I think people's instantaneous knee jerk gut reaction is that's cruel. Why are you doing that? And yet by you demonstrating that they have great quality of life, by you taking the time to improve their quality of life, people who otherwise would say, well, I would never want to, I mean, the cat should just be put down. Mm -hmm. What you're showing is that there can be amazing quality of life with compromise. I think the same holds true for humans that do foster care for children with physical special needs, that, that there are things we can do as humans and as guardians to dramatically not only improve 
another's quality of life, but that those beings are worthy of, of having that love and focus and attention that by us helping to, those animals to reach their fullest potential, we actually uh, are able to not only save their lives and improve their quality of life, but the, 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 the knitting that you are doing and helping people understand the value and the sanctity of life on a whole is really, really important. So would you say that you have met the coolest circle of adoptive families? Because I, I would tell me a little bit about how you go about finding families, like for the, the humans that adopted the blind kitty and then the almost blind kitty. It's, isn't it awesome that you have people volunteering saying, yeah, yeah. I, I want to, I want to, I want to be a forever home. Yeah, it's been, it's so rewarding for us also because we put our whole hearts and our souls and our, you know, sometimes blood, sweat and tears, you know, into these cats and making it possible for them to live amazing, happy, healthy lives. And um, people fall in love with them watching the live stream and they get to know their personalities. They see um, that they can overcome their whatever their um, obstacles have been and they see they see the work that's involved and they can assess whether they're able to provide what the particular cat needs Mm -hmm. and we have developed just an amazing um group of adopters that we have kind of a secret group on facebook where everyone supports each other and Mm -hmm. you know they talk about just anything. It's a totally safe place. And everybody there totally gets the compassion thing, the, the value thing, and that, that it's what makes us different. And, and um, that, you know, even if we're broken and, and uh, sick or whatever, whatever might be going on with us as humans, we still have value too. It's kind Mm -hmm. of that message, just it transcends species. And it's a message that we really need to hear right now. Yeah, it is. And I think tolerance, the one thing that, that your organization is doing is, is helping to very quietly uh, help every human assess how tolerant are you of different circumstances and people and animals that are different than you and that your circumstances uh, are, are unique to you, but they can be valued and supported despite the fact that they're radically different than someone else's. So tolerating feral kitties or special needs kitties is something that once people, I think, begin to recognize all that the entire animal kingdom has to offer, it's it's hard to not be awe-inspired by, by hardworking people like yourself doing a lifetime commitment to helping open the eyes of people who may not be aware of all of these issues. So I'm sure that there's all sorts of aspects of your mission that you love, but if you could summarize some of the things that you really are, that you love most about your mission, your platform, this amazing work that you're doing? What, what are some of the things that come to mind? Oh boy. Um, really it's, it's so rewarding to be able to take cats that would have likely died or suffered in the wild or been euthanized, um, almost anywhere else and show the world how awesome they are. And, um, the the really amazing lives they can live regardless of what their medical needs are or their social needs might be um we we have just been able to transform so many 
you know, lost cause cats that have been written off, even, even vets. Um, we have an awesome vet team, but even at the beginning, they, they weren't sure if we were doing the right thing. And we, we didn't know we were just pushing the boundaries and testing our assumptions. And we found out we were wrong about so many of our assumptions about feral cats. And um, being able to share that with not only our, our vet community and, um, and, and the world has been so just interesting and, and really rewarding. And it has resulted in um, so many amazing, just amazing stories of cats that, um, you know, should, shouldn't be alive today yeah. and are living, you know, as pampered princesses, you know, loved yeah. by somebody um, or in some cases, uh, with a feral cat that that isn't super receptive to socialization, we will return them to one of our managed colonies and monitor yep. them there. And we get to see that they're living an amazing life on their terms. And that's just yep. as rewarding. So, so tell me a little bit about the the guest that's with you. I'm sure that, <laughs> that we have an ambassador there with an amazing yes. story. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yes, yes. This is my this is my little miracle kitten. Uh, he he expresses his opinion. Um, he he was uh, born feral, and he lost both of his back legs, as you can see, um, shortly after he was born. And uh, he managed to survive somehow for nine weeks um, out there in the wild. And by the time we got him, he he was mostly dead. Um, he had almost starved. He was so infected. Um, he just was, he was one of those cases where you don't, you don't know a hundred percent what the right decision is, yeah. but he, he was such a fighter and there was just something about him. Um, we literally took it hour by hour and we're assessing and assessing is, you know, does he, what are, what's his prognosis? Can we give him a good life if we keep treating him for another hour, you know, is that going to really increase his chance of, of getting to the, an amazing life, the life he deserves and kind of erasing the hardship of the beginning of his life. Yeah. And so through, through that, you know, it, it's been, it was a long, it was a long process getting him all healed up and healthy again. And um, we've, we've been out to North Carolina and, uh, University of Washington um, to to look at like osseo integrated implants or you know what what we can do to improve his mobility for the long term and make sure he has the best quality of life for as long as possible. Um, but he's doing great. He's happy and healthy, and um, he he thinks he's the biggest baddest cat in this house, yeah. and he's definitely not the biggest. But he he just has such attitude, and he. He never um, sees an obstacle that he can't overcome. He just will, he just does it. And he, he doesn't see himself as any different or less than, or, you know, disabled in any way. He's just a happy kind of ornery little stubborn. 
<laughs> but that's that's you gotta love him for exactly exactly that's exactly right and and what a beautiful messenger he is in terms of yeah. of thriving despite really mm -hmm. difficult circumstances early on so that's yeah. that's wonderful so tell me a little bit about if people i think we're going to inspire a lot of people to want to watch your kitty cams shelly mm. tell me how do if people wanted to go take a look where do we go to where do we go to to tune in well, uh, you can go to tinykittens.com slash live, and that will take you right to our YouTube channel where uh, we currently have two live streams, uh, one with a feral mama cat and her five adorable kittens, um, and one with a, a mama cat who just had one little miracle baby after um, being rescued from a hoarding situation and a whole host of issues. So um, we, we usually have two different live streams going and they're 24 seven, we, and they're moderated. So we have about uh, 60 moderators around the world who volunteer their time 24 hours a day to make sure it's like a peaceful, family-friendly, kind of welcoming place um, for, for, for anyone to tune in any time of day. And um, we're on Facebook, Tiny Kittens on Facebook and Tiny Kittens HQ on Instagram and lots of adorable kitten videos we kind of lure lure people in with the adorable kitten videos and then we get our little feral videos in there in there too yeah. so um it's kind of a whole mix of of just what i really fascinating rescue stories um that that are just really cool and will will shock a lot of people yeah, exactly. I think that I, I, I think really it's best for anyone that's watching this and, and has criticisms or, or, you know, instantly maybe has a knee jerk judgment response. My recommendation would be go and and not just watch maybe the current videos, but if you have the ability to look at look at history of videos, it's unbelievable to me the um, the transformation that can occur with our own mindsets and maybe some stereotypes and some boundaries that we've had that are that are pretty easily dismantled when you're able to mm -hmm. see with your own eyes uh, a, a different scenario that maybe you weren't aware of. So I think that it's fantastic. What a beautiful way to educate the world by just showing them exactly what's going on. Because at the same time as being educated, people are falling in love, expanding their viewpoint, gaining tolerance. I mean, just a bunch of really good things come about when you have the ability to see things in, in its natural state and, and maybe yeah. better understand some of the variables and obstacles and the realization of, of what you thought was true versus what really is going on. I think you're providing a lot of opportunity for learning and growth, which is amazing. Shelly, if you wanted to, if you could tell the animal lovers around the world if you could share one thing or an idea or thought or inspiration, or if you could share one thing what what would you, what would you like to share if i could share one thing with the world um i think it would be we have in our world today a global compassion deficit mm -hmm. and the result of not having enough compassion is that we don't have enough resources to end the suffering that comes with cat overpopulation so what we're trying to do at Tiny Kittens is generate a compassion surplus, which we believe will result in more resources becoming available to help address cat overpopulation, more adopters, more fosters, donors, volunteers, all of those things. Um, and so 
we are telling the true unedited, uncensored stories um, of these cats who are just like the cats everyone sees in their own communities. And um, we, we just want everyone to see that they're worth saving and they have so much love to give and there's so much more than most people think they are. Um, and and that's, that's really what, what we're hoping. We're hoping to turn the compassion deficit into yeah. a compassion surplus. Be beautiful goal. Uh, our entire community supports you and we, you, you are well worth the honor of Healthy Pets Awesome Recognition Award. And my goal and my hope, my prayer of more people learning about your wonderful platform is that we're able to add exponentially to the compassion gas tank enough that we're able to rapidly and quickly add compassion in a way to the animal kingdom that allows more animals to be rescued, to be acknowledged, to be protected, to be saved. And, and your organization is doing a fantastic job of leading the way. So thank you for everything that you're doing. Thank you so much. And thank you for, for totally getting, getting what, what, uh, just getting all the compassion stuff and, and everything we're trying to do. It's, it's really nice to talk to someone who is, who is understands what we're doing and who is also trying to highlight that message from all the many other people who, who are doing this behind the scenes. So thank yeah. you.